0: To make sopapillas, but I apparently had to sit and eat fifteen of them after I was done.
1: So I asked somebody to make dinner while I was gone, and they did not remember until I was walking in the door. So
0: (laughs) fail, fail, F minus for sure. Okay, well, what have you been watching?
1: I watched a couple things. Apologies for the voice; it's not great. I watched, I think the only first episode is out so far, is The Thing About Pam. It's an NBC show. It's on Hulu. It's based on the Dateline episodes. It's on the Dateline podcast. The then TCO did a podcast on the Dateline podcast. and Now they turn it into a show with Renee Zellweger. It's quite amusing because they... Uh, well, like, I mean, it's got Keith Morrison narrating, which is fabulous, yeah. but it's very tongue-in-cheek, and it's like, they show it from what really happened and what Pam says happened, and I don't know. It just makes me laugh. I've been steadily watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think they released two episodes every Friday. I wasn't a big fan of last season. This season's much better. And then what did I watch? I started uh, Impeachment, the Monica Lewinsky thing. Ryan Murphy, it was on FX. They finally released that on Hulu. It's really good. And I have vivid memories of how the news and... Mm. I always want to say, like, Jay Leno, because he's just the worst. Just annihilated poor Monica Lewinsky. Yes. And, like, and just from her version of what happened. I mean, she's not innocent by any means, but she was taken advantage of. And it's just sad how people acted to her. And Linda Tripp... Is a trip. Like, I had no idea the depths of her crazy. So, oh, it's interesting. That's about it. Oh, yeah, and we watched that turning red on oh,
0: yeah.
1: Disney Plus. We haven't seen it yet. Eh, about it. It's getting a lot of interest online. It's geared towards. Preteen girls uh it's a lot of stuff about puberty there is some stuff about your period um it's all about <gasps> i know god forbid oh, travis would not approve right and then like being obsessed with boys everything that's like being about 13 because it's all this girl that's 13 i watched it with my boys and there's a lot of them looking at me like what the heck is happening <laughs> um, my youngest it went all over his head the only thing i can say is i did not laugh once I didn't crack a smile. I don't think even once. So, and usually there's always something, and I just it didn't do anything for me. I mean, it was a, it was a cute story, but it wasn't like a typical Disney movie. you are like, oh, that's a cute animal. I don't know. It just it's something I probably wouldn't watch again. I'm sure lots of people love it, and maybe it'll come back around on me and I'll end up watching it a hundred times like I did with Encanto. the first time I was like, eh.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I was about Encanto. I liked it. I liked it, but I wasn't like, like I am now with it where I'm like looking into theories and watching every yeah. TikTok I can find. Yeah, I think my daughter would like it because she's like Probably. that age, but I have a feeling my son would not
1: appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got cute animals in it and I thought that was the thing and then no, not really. Hmm well, we might give it a try this week.
0: Well, the only thing I watched, and I actually watched it one and a half times, was The Atom Project on Netflix. And The reason why I watched it one and a half times is because I sat down by myself, and I watched like the first hour of it, and then I was like, you know what? I think the kids would really like this. I wasn't quite sure what it was going to be about i didn't look at what it was rated i didn't really even look what it was about i just sat down and started watching it and then i decided that i thought the kids would really like it so then later that night i just started it from the beginning and we watched it and i was right they liked it and i loved it and i'm telling you if i had been alone in a room i might have shed a tear i didn't (laughs) because there were witnesses, but I got real verklempt there at the end. It was very good. It was not what I was expecting it was it's Ryan Reynolds so it's very Ryan Reynolds humor you know infused um, and then Zoe's Zald- Sal- Saldano God I want to get that right Zoe zaldana Saldana. She plays his wife in the movie, and she is great. and everybody's great. Mark Ruffalo plays his dad. It's really good. Watch it.
1: It's on our list for a time when we're all home that we can watch it. and that just doesn't happen these days. So <laughs>
0: maybe one day. So hi, everybody. Welcome to that's original podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm here with Tiffany and half of our voice. Hello, Tiffany.
1: Hello. I'm coming right from a rehearsal, six-hour rehearsal, and my voice is just gone. So here we go. See how this goes.
0: (laughs) Well, let's just dive right in. We are here talking about Yellow Jackets, episode eight, Flight of the Bumblebees. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll start us off. So we open in the middle of the night at the campsite with the break-off group. Where are the wolves? Like, did the annihilation of that one wolf by Thaisa and her axe like scare all the other ones away? I said, they aren't afraid the ro- wolves are going to come
1: back. They sure got rid of those torches all <laughs> the damn what, fast. So
0: I was like, where are the highly sophisticated torches that they made in three seconds? Did those actually work to scare them away? I don't know. So Supernatural hasn't even technically aired yet when this is happening, but here we are having a hunter's funeral. We are burning Van's body on a pile of sticks and brush. Taisa is, I guess they kept one of their torches, she's using this to light a fire around Van. Van's just laying on this fire, and her eyes start fluttering. I was like, did they even check a pulse before they made a fucking bonfire around her? These girls are so dumb. I
1: said, I'm not feeling real confident in Misty's babysitter <laughs> training right now. No
0: cause... shit. You couldn't even tell if she was dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> she starts moving her arm and Mari's like, oh my God, she's alive. Shit, you guys, we really fucked this up. And so is like, ah, and grabs her and like rolls Van off onto the floor, the floor, the ground. And they're putting out the fire because her pants have become engulfed with fire. And Van says, really fire? And they all laugh. <laughs> what a time to be alive and credits literally wow so after the credits or the intro i don't know what we're calling that we're at a pool with younger laura Lee. she's at jesus camp actually it's mary magdalene's summer camp to be exact and for some reason she stands up and she dives into the pool, like the shallow end of the pool. Can't be, but more than about three, four feet deep. Cracks her head open on the bottom, bleeding everywhere. Lifeguards pull her out, and they're giving her mouth to mouth. She coughs up a bunch of water. And when she opens her eyes, she sees a cross around one of the lifeguards' neck. And she's like, you saved me. And he says, I didn't save you. And he looks up and says, he did. So I guess this is Laura Lee's awakening to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Back at the cabin... So back in 1996 or wherever, who knows what Forward. Time forward
1: the, to the cabin. Yeah. Forward
0: to the cabin. Laura Lee is outside praying. She's saying, please show me a sign. So Lottie comes outside. I don't know if that was her sign or not. And asks if Laura Lee thinks they're okay. And Laura Lee says that they're in God's hands
1: now. Well, her sign was a bird came and sat next to her. Like oh, flew yeah, out, that sat down next bird to her. and then flew away. That was her sign. In the present, adult Shauna is walking into the kitchen in her robe where she finds disapproving daughter Kelly. She's like, what are you doing here? I thought you were at your friend's house. Obviously, this is the day after the crazy sleepover that she had with Adam. So obviously, after Jeff got out of the shower, Shauna jumped in. Kelly tells her, well, I guess you're lucky I came home. Otherwise, dad would have found this. And she shows her it's Adam's ID. And she says that she found it on the floor by the couch. Kelly starts yelling, asking if, you know, you're having him in the house down. Shauna tells her to keep her voice down. And I love that Kelly replies, Now's the time we're gonna be discreet. And I was like, truth. Mm -hmm. Kelly's just appalled that this man was in her house and that something that was normally in a found in a man's pants was found on the floor of their living room. And Shauna like pretends to cry. I know. And says she's sorry. And and she's like, but... And she quickly flips it off. She's like, it's not like your dad is some innocent victim. The inventory? (laughs) Really? Then she goes and gets all up on her high horse. First, you judge me for looking the other way. But now you judge me for doing this, Callie. I just can't win. So Callie's upset that Shana doesn't even know anything about this guy that she's bringing into their home. Because Callie's done some digging. She's looked him up online because she has his ID. So she's looked up his name. And he doesn't exist. Shauna insists that it's fine. He's a starving artist. He's off the grid. It's no big deal. And Kelly's points out, he like, he doesn't have a website or an Instagram or anything. And he's an artist. What about self-promotion? She's like, everything's on the internet except your boyfriend. And then Shauna's like, it's no big deal. I barely know how to use Facebook, whatever. And she says, what if he's counting you, mom, sleeping with a yellow jacket to sell the story? And I was like, ooh, good point. Mm -hmm. We don't know what he wants. This is when Shauna's like, oh, hi, Mighty. He wants me. I know that's impossible for you to understand. And then Callie runs off and I was like, did Callie ever at one point, even in the show at all, say, mom, you're gross, you're old, no man will ever love you? Because that never happened, right? No. I'm a teenage girl and you're bringing a random stranger into my house. I get that. Thank you. But Shauna keeps saying, well, he wants me. I know that's impossible for you to believe. Did, Did Callie ever say no one will ever want you, mom? Did she ever say that? That is Shauna justifying this right. to herself. She just keeps throwing that in her face and Kelly's like, I never said that. <laughs> okay, so um, Shauna puts on her uh, Citizen Detective hat and starts doing her own digging. <laughs> she calls Pratt Art School, which is where Adam said he went, and pretends to be, I don't know, like a, what's the person? Uh, the administrator or something from another I college. Remember, yeah. I can't think of the words either. It's not a guy. It's called a visor, maybe from another college. And she says she's missing the transcript files for Adam Martin. You know, could could you maybe send those over? And then whoever's on the other line tells her that there's no record of him at all. Nobody by that name has ever ever gone to Pratt Art School. And I was like, I find that hard to believe, because that seems I like a pretty basic name. Yes, it is. So then Jeff comes home out of the blue. I mean, Jeff's like when he's at work, he's a he's at work for a week, but when he comes home, he's <laughs> home all the time. It's <laughs> yeah, weird. He's always there. So he comes home and his hands are this giant bag and it says Saks Fifth Avenue on it. And he's very proud of himself. He's super mm-hmm. proud. She pulls out and I was like, what is this? Is it a bathing suit? What is this? And it's like one of those yellow bodycon dresses. It's a very unflattering yellow color. I don't think that Shauna could pull it off. And she's a beautiful woman. I just, it's, it's an ugly color. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if this is an anniversary present, you are three months and my entire personality off. And that made me laugh really hard. And he's... <sighs> And then, okay, Jeff was nice, and then he had to go and be garbage. He says the high school reunion's coming up, and he was homecoming royalties, so she needs to look the part. And I was like, damn, you're just gross. Then he dials it back and says he knows she'll turn heads no matter what she wears, and he just wants her to be with him. And I was like, "Mm, you still want her in some slutty looking dress, so he can be like, yeah, I can act her up, but she's still slutty. (laughs)
0: Oh, I thought it was nice. And he was like, you don't have to wear it. Wear whatever you want. You'll look great in anything. Then he kisses her and I don't know. He seems really thoughtful he's, and affectionate. He's trying.
1: But yeah. that's the whole, I'm homecoming royalty, so you need to dress better. You need to look the part. Me. Mm, yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, here we are with Travis. The exact opposite of thoughtful and affectionate, now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. He's playing cards when Natalie comes inside and... She asks if he wants to go outside. Maybe they can try to find something to hunt. And in true Travis form, he's like, you go. You're better at it anyway. So she's like, okay, you're right. So she grabs a gun and she storms out. So we're with adult Natalie now applying some heavy eyeliner and chugging liquor straight from the bottle. She's getting it somewhere on her face. It's not exactly around her eyes. I was like, Juliette Lewis is so good at playing a junkie just a mess, an alcoholic. That is a compliment, I swear. She (laughs) is just an incredible actress. Anyway, she flops onto the bed and then she like crawl drags herself up the bed with her phone and she texts some number saying, I'm Victor's friend. And then she gives this person, whoever this is, her room number.
1: I think when she crawled across the bed, she was breathing in Kevin. She was smelling the Ugh. sheets, and she was smelling the pillowcase. And then, because as she says, she starts smelling all of it, and then she's like, fuck you. And I was like, oh, yep, she's smelling him.
0: I love her. That's such a nuanced thing, I w- probably wouldn't even call it. If you hadn't said it. And it's just so smart. I bet yeah. they didn't even give her that direction. So cut back to Natalie. She's walking along a stream with a gun. And she comes upon Coach. And they joke a little bit about Misty. And he's like, okay, you know we weren't actually a thing, right? And Natalie's like, oh, of course not. you like, guys, done." he's like, what? No. And she's like, I'm just saying, you never look at our boobs. And he's like, well, damn. I'm busted. She asks if he had a boyfriend. He says he did. His name was Paul. He's a writer. He wanted to get serious, and I just couldn't. She asks if he thinks Travis is gay because of the whole lost boner thing. And he says he probably just got nerves. I've seen the way he looks at you. I'm sure he'd be happy if you decided to give him another chance. And Nat Pinky swears not to tell anyone that Coach is gay, and then they part ways. Can I just also say that Coach's hair has grown out? And he's got some facial hair, too. And I think he's just super cute.
1: Oh, no. Does nothing for me.
0: I love his floppy, curly head. It's cute. Mm,
1: no, I think that's so I'm gross. I'm
0: resting my, hands and my head in my hands. <laughs> like, oh, his head's so cute.
1: Okay. So um, the Suicide Squad is trying to drag Van through the woods. They have covered her face in a ripped up t-shirt or something because they just don't want to look at it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done well, whatever they're doing here. So Misty is is saying that when they get back, they'll need sterile water and thread to stitch up her face. And also she needs to work on knowing who's dead and who's alive. Van tells them, you know, this is ridiculous. You can't drag me. You have to leave me here. It's not safe. And she's like, Ty, you have to let them go. So Ty looks at the other girls and she's like, you need to go. Get to the cabin as fast as you can and then we'll be right behind you. So Mari and JV girl and Misty take off and Van collapses on the ground with Ty holding her. In the present, our happy girl Misty, who we love, is in her basement and she's giving Jessica some lunch. So Jessica's eating and so is Caligula, the the whatever kind of freaking bird it is. Parrot or something. Sorry, bird lovers. I don't know my birds. (laughs) A phone starts ringing and Misty's just kind of ignoring it. And Jessica's like, your phone. And Misty says, it's not my phone. It's a live feed to my friend's hotel room. So it's her phone that's ringing. And I was like, yeah, Jessica, duh. (laughs) So Misty goes and picks up her iPad or whatever it is and watches Nat. This number that she texted was she was buying drugs. And so in this, on the iPad, Misty can see Nat buying drugs from some rando. And Misty, like... Runs like her hair is on love fire. Part. No, she no, rubs no. the iPad and starts yelling, No! and runs upstairs. Well, what she didn't do as she was running upstairs is she did not finish locking Jessica back up after she was eating. Dumb, dumb Misty. So, Travis is at the lake and he's going to go check the fishing lines. So, as one does, he took his shirt off, but not his shoes to go wade in the water because <laughs> or these jeans. kids are smart. These kids are super smart. So, Jackie's out there and she's kind of watching him. And Jackie is Loki forevermore. She is the queen of chaos. She just wants to start <laughs> shit and watch it all burn down. So, she asks him, Why aren't you out hunting? And he says he told Nat to go alone. So, then Jackie asks, Does something happen? And he says, Isn't there a philosopher who said if anything bad can happen, it will happen or something? It's like, That's not a philosopher. That's Murphy's Law. You dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Jackie has no idea because she's dumber than dog shit. So Travis says, here's the thing, I kind of fucked things up with Nat. And Jackie says, relationships are bullshit anyways, like, my boyfriend's fucking my best friend, and we're not even talking about that. And she tells him, Nat will get over it, her standards are really low. And Travis like, cool, thanks. (laughs) I laughed at that point. (laughs) And Jackie says, not you. I wasn't talking about you. Know. <laughs> You're Brad Pitt compared to all the other losers she dated. Like that Bobby What's-His-Face she was hooking up with before we left. He was like older than us and out of school and so gross. She missed a week of practices because she was screwing him in the back of his van. And this is when Travis was like, Bobby who? And she's like, I don't know, Mom Farley? Why does it matter? And he storms off because this is the dude who gave him the nickname of Flex. Mm-hmm. That he hates so much. Oh, my God. And she fucked him. Oh, my what? God. They're all conspiring against can't me. act like a decent human for four
0: seconds. I hate Travis. Okay. Me, too. So, cut to Natalie's hotel room in the present. She's got her plate. She's got her credit card. She's got her cocaine. It's go time. Except, nope. Here comes Misty literally busting in her door and saying, no, Natalie. <laughs> like, number one, how close does Misty live to this right because like she was right there so she grabs this plate and she or, or she sticks her head down towards this plate and she snorts the line that natalie had cut and then she just scatters the rest of it everywhere and natalie she sounds like a five-year-old she's like miss D! and missy's like no i will not let you do this and natalie's like what are you doing Missy says, I'm trying to protect you, and they're wrestling over the baggie, and it splits, and the cocaine is flying everywhere, <laughs> and Missy grabs Natalie's face, and she's like, don't breathe, don't breathe that. This is the Misty and Natalie shit I am here for.
1: What's I love? Misty busts it, and she does the only rational thing, and snorts the cocaine herself, <laughs> like she's fucking Scarface. Like, what is happening? <laughs> How was that your go-to move? Just throw it all on the floor, but you just-
0: <laughs> no. Okay, so back to Natalie and Travis in the woods. Yay. She asks him if they can talk, and he just says, Bobby Farley. And she's like, Who told you? He says, It doesn't matter. You lied to me. She says, I said I had only been with two guys because if I told you, you would hate me because of the aforementioned story about the whole flex thing. She said, That was before I knew you. I didn't know about the flex thing. I made a mistake. And he says, yeah, well, apparently so did I. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? Are you seriously going to ruin this over something so stupid? And he's like, yep, looks like it. And she says, probably a good thing you couldn't get it up because this would have been a lot harder if we'd actually fucked. And for a second, I really expected him to smack her because that's mm-hmm. how much I think of Travis. But he just storms away. Jackie walks up and Natalie says, fuck you, Jackie, because she knows that she's the one who told Travis about Bobby. Because, of course... She did, because Jackie sucks.
1: He didn't slap her. He ch- he did shoulder check her on the way out. Oh, he, Lord, made uh-huh. a point of, he had to have some kind of physical contact. That, Why am I not he's surprised? A dick. Yep. So Misty is taking her pulse after um, snorting the coke. And Nat is pissed that she wasted $300 worth of blow. And Misty says she'll Venmo it to her. Calm down. And she couldn't just sit there and watch you destroy your life. And this is when Nat's like, watch me? And she runs over and she grabs it. she, like, knew immediately. Mm -hmm. It would take, you know, me a minute. And smashes it. And she says, were you spying on me and watching me and Kevin, you know, screw? Missy's like, no, friends out, watch out for each other and and watch each other have sex. It's normal. Nat says not with hidden cameras. And Missy is like, well, I saved you from relapsing today. Who else would do that for you? I'm the best friend you have right now. And it's not much of a competition, Nat. And I was like, oof. She says, you should be thanking me. I have been working day and night on Travis's case. You have no idea the people I've kidnapped to get answers. (laughs) Did you know Travis's bank account was emptied out the day after he died? And Nat's like, how can I trust you? You're weird. You snort cocaine and do shit. And this is when Misty's like, oh, my God, I've never done cocaine before. What if this wasn't cocaine? (laughs) What if it's PCP or bath salts or heroin or fentanyl remember fentanyl mm-hmm. fentanyl's bad mm-hmm. she's like i'm gonna be dead soon but i was willing to take that risk for you natalie and storms out and i was like misty is the friend we all need
0: seriously <laughs> i don't
1: know if i would do that for my prince i'm not doing I blow do it for, for anybody t- no. i wouldn't do it for my kids i'd be like oh i'd just kick it across the room yes yes i don't want anything
0: up my nose Okay, so we're at an awkward dinner at Jeff and Shauna's house. I think every dinner at Jeff and Shauna's Mm -hmm. house is probably an awkward dinner, but the doorbell rings. Jeff goes to answer it, and he's gone for a while, so Shauna comes to check, and it's Taisa. What a nice surprise. They have to pretend they haven't seen each other in years, and it's kind of funny. Jeff invites Taisa to join them, and after dinner, the ladies go outside for a walk, and Ty tells Shauna that she's been sleepwalking again. She says it's just the stress of the campaign, the blackmailing, and, oh yeah, Biscuit is missing. I must have freaked him out, and he got out the back gate. Sammy loves that dog, and he's seen me do this weird shit, and I am royally fucking this kid up. He thinks there's another version of me, the bad one. I'm afraid to go to sleep. I've been pounding Espresso so I can stay in control. You know how bad it can get. Like, I could end up in a fucking tree. (laughs) Shauna nods, and then she offers for Ty to stay with her tonight. She says her daughter's gone, per use, and she says, I'll stay with you and make sure you don't climb any trees or eat any dirt. I'm your BFF, Ty. I got you. I was
1: like, how does her wife not notice she's getting up each night, but Sammy sure as hell does. We talked about how deeply the people in this show sleep.
0: Van, Kevin with Y, now Simone. It's like they're all dead to the world.
1: I think Thaisa either ate Biscuit or she killed Biscuit thinking he was a wolf and she was burying him. Those are my mm-hmm. theories.
0: Yes, I agree with the the second one. I think she had like. A flashback, she's flashing back to that night with Van mm-hmm. and Wolf, and she just beat the shit out of that poor Biscuit. P. And that's why
1: she has the white mark, whatever, on her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So, back in the woods, and the suicide search squad has come, and they've arrived back in the cabin. Somehow, it's still daylight. When they originally walked out, it took them two days. They stayed outside for two nights. I don't know how they made it back so fast. Nah. Misty is seriously hyperventilating because they've run so fast and she doesn't do exercise. They're like, "What happened?" They and she says, they, "She told us to lead them." So Laura Lee grabs her and says, "Show us which way to go." And I was like, "What are they gonna do? They're so tired. They gotta turn right back around. It's so mean." Well, and now it's suddenly dark. Yeah, Who so they They're yeah, they're walking, and now it's dark out, and they're just yelling for Van and Taissa. One, Van's not gonna answer you, and two, you have no lights, you have no weapons. There's obviously wolves. What the hell are you thinking? And you have no idea where you're going. And out of nowhere, suddenly a flare goes off. And they start running toward it. Because obviously we know that Thais has got the flare gun. She likes to waste it and do stupid shit with him. And they find both of them. And Van is just soaked in blood. So, somehow or another, they get all the way back. Which, I mean, they had to be quite a ways out. So, how are they getting back and forth so fast? Um. Maybe they were just going in a circle and they didn't know it. So, they bring Van to the cabin. And Aquila, JV girl, starts stitching up Van's face and van is very awake for this process and i was like why couldn't she do that out in the woods maybe she didn't have a needle so the girls are holding her down physically holding her down while she's screaming because they're stitching her face mari is me in every situation and covering her ears and losing her mind because she's just screaming and it's gross and i don't want to be here anymore Mm
0: -mm. And also, she's, like, missing part of her face. So, like, really? They're just, like, pulling the parts of her skin that are left together?
1: <laughs> yeah. Laura Lee is me because she looks like she's about to pee. Yeah. So, Shauna is making up Callie's bed for Thaisa to stay over. And they start talking about, did you ever wonder what our lives would be like if we hadn't gone down in that crash? We hadn't spent 19 months in the woods and our friends' faces were eaten and stuff. Would you, what would our lives have been like? Shauna says, I was going to go to Brown and write papers on Dorothy Parker and Virginia Woolf. I thought I'd meet a sad-eyed poet who'd be intimidated by me. Then we'd break up. And I'd take my year abroad. And that's when I meet Francois, the mime from France. And Thaisa's like, you're going to, a mime. Uh, Okay. So Thaisa says, well, I was going to Howard Pre-Law with a double major in history and philosophy. I was going to date a bunch of beautiful women. Make first string on the soccer team and be the first in my class. Then go to Columbia Law and join one of the biggest firms in the city. And Shauna's like, "But you did all those things. I didn't get to do anything. (laughs) And this is when Tyson says, yeah, I did all the things, but honestly, none of it felt real. And I was like, still realer than what Shauna did. Because Shauna didn't do squats. I was like, Shauna has a whole three-act play
0: about what she was going to do with her life. So, adult Natalie is trying to find out what is going on with Travis's bank account. She's on the phone with someone at the bank, but they won't help her because she's not family. She slams the phone down and just starts screaming, talk to your fucking manager. And then she's trashing this room like an 80s rock star. She is down on the floor when she notices a pile of cocaine which she promptly tries to gather in a line, and I'm like, I don't know how cocaine works, but can't you just snort it? I mean, can't you just, like, go around with, like, in a circle and just, like, just get everything yeah, why is it, it, it going to be, be in a line? line. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, back in the basement. At this time, when Misty comes down the stairs in her Dexter clothes, Jessica is waiting with Caligula in her hands, ready to snap his neck, because remember that Missy did not fully secure Jessica when she left. She says, "Here's the deal: either you let me go right fucking now, or I'm gonna wring your little boyfriend's neck." And I laughed. Missy's like, "Go ahead, I'll just get another one." And Jessica says, "Fine, I will." And then Missy screams the most guttural scream. And she starts grabbing stuff off the table and just launching it at Jessica's head. And Jessica loses her grip on the bird while she's dodging all the stuff. And the bird flies upstairs and Misty's crying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean any of it. And Jessica's face is like, oh my God, this crazy bitch is going to kill me right now. And Misty walks slowly over to her. But instead of beating the crap out of her like I thought she was going to, she unlocks the chain from jessica's other wrist and then from her ankles and jessica says you look like hell are you okay and missy says i'm fine it's just been one of those days and she's like are you hungry i'm I'm gonna go make us something to eat and missy is off a rocker but i'm here for it
1: she's like i just lost my best friend will you be my best friend i'll only keep (laughs) you locked in my basement but it'll be cool we'll be best friends." also i am high as fuck right now so (laughs) there's that too (laughs) So, back in the cabin, Ty and Shauna are in the bed in the attic in their little hidey hole upstairs. I don't know why they couldn't put Van up there. Maybe they didn't want to look at her gross face. Uh, Ty is crying, telling Shauna about how she let the fire burn down and then went sleepwalking the tree. And I was like, hold on, back up, back up. You're saying you let the fire burn down. How did we light these torches, kids? How did we light these torches if the fire burnt down? And that's how the Suspend wolves came.
0: Bend your...
1: I can't only suspend it so far I know mm, I can't suspend past reason it just doesn't make sense (laughs) So it's when Ty's crying Oh it's all my fault with Van I'm the reason she went And I'm the reason she got hurt And then she tells uh, Shauna I'm scared to go to sleep And Shauna says I'll stay awake And I won't let you go anywhere And grabs her and like spoons her Cut to adult Ty and Shauna are in bed Kind of the same way and they're whispering And Shauna whispers to her I'm having an affair And Ty's like what with who? If you say Randy Walsh, I'm going to burn this whole town down. <laughs> and she's like, No, he's just this guy. He's younger. So Tyus asks her, What's he like? And she says, He's an artist and he's really earnest in a way that makes you want to punch him in the face. He makes me feel something, though. Like the sex is great, but it's more than that. And Tyus says, He makes you feel it. I remember that. And she's like, Oh, Simone doesn't make you feel that way anymore. And she's like, what we have is different. It's stable and safe. The it isn't any good for you. If someone made me, made me feel it, it wasn't going to be good for anybody. And I was like, did Van make her feel it? I'm just curious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, must be the next morning. I, it's got to be the next morning. I don't know. There's, I think it's a light up. So, Ada Shauna goes to Adam's loft with coffee. She's pouting on the door. And he opens it and he's like he's surprised to see her because she doesn't just do pop-ins I don't think he gets a lot of visitors he slowly starts cleaning up he's like what are you doing here she's like well our interactions have been so singularly focused meaning all we do is screw she's like I never better get to know you and he's like well what do you want to know she's like well tell me about hmm, Pratt art school and he's like it was pretentious mostly she's like what classes did you take and who was your favorite professor? and what time did you get up and where did you eat lunch and he's like, oh, I see you did some digging and caught me. Um, yeah, I didn't go to Pratt. My girlfriend went there, but I spent so much time there with her and her friends, it felt like I went there. So I just told you that to impress you. And she's like, oh, okay. So anyways, where did you grow up? What's high school did you go to? What's your mascot? Um, how many siblings? And he has the answers for all of that. He like, the Pratt thing. He couldn't have passed if he wanted to, but he has answers for everything else. He says, why don't you tell me what this is really about he's like i only lied about school the rest of us this is real he's like how about we go for the weekend and you can ask me anything and she's like how in the hell am i gonna get away from my family for the weekend he's like i don't give a shit because obviously i don't give two shits about you your family responsibilities or anything so just pack a bag and meet me back here like it's so easy so so easy
0: a book club convention or something no is that what it is yes Hmm. Yeah. He even said he had a cabin in the Poconos, and every time I hear Poconos, I think of the Friends episode where Rachel was going out with that pa- was it Paolo guy? Yeah, Paolo. And it poke a uh, nose every time. Okay, speaking of a cabin in the woods, but not in the Poconos. We're in Canada, I guess. We're back with the girls who are all sleeping except for Lorelai. Lorelai is staring out of the window, and eventually she just can't stand anymore. She says, "I have an announcement." And of course, nobody stirs at that. So she grabs this metal spoon and starts banging on a table. She's like, hello, everyone wake up. Hi, I have decided I am taking the dead man's plane south. I'm going to get help. I've been studying the flight manual for weeks, so I'm all set. The gas tank is full. I watched my grandpa fly. He even let me steer. I totally got this, you guys. Van needs serious medical attention, and Jackie's like, she's not the only one. Shauna, tell them, and Shauna's like, uh, I, and Jackie's like, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. she's such a bitch, so Shauna says, I'm pregnant. Akilah is shocked that she was having sex, and Misty wants to know how far along she is, and tries to touch her belly, and Shauna smacks her hand away, and I laughed, because Misty is just so Misty. Coach is like, Laura Lee, sweetie, no, this isn't safe. Laura Lee says, there isn't safe anymore. It's going to be winter soon. If I don't do this, we're all going to starve. And he's like, okay, well, I'm the only adult here, and I say no. And she just clenches her jaw and steps towards him, and she's like, yeah? What are you going to do to stop me, one-legged man? He says nothing. Everybody just stares at him. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's settled. Laura Lee is going to fly the plane because
1: she read a book. For three weeks, it's like Jackie, the Queen of Chaos, smiles when mm-hmm. Laura Lee goes up against the coach. I was like, "Oh, you bitch!" I hate her. So Nat is dressed like a normal person, so no fishnets, like in a little dress, and she goes to an NA meeting, an addicts meeting. As she comes in, she like sits through the meeting, and then afterwards, she goes up to the little coffee table, and this lady sees her and says, "Oh, Jesus Christ, not you!" <laughs> and Nat says, "I promise I won't assault you again." Uh, she's like, but um, the last I heard, you got a promotion at the bank. And I was like, the only bank that exists in this state, apparently. apparently. And the lady's like, what's it to you? It's been 10 years, Natalie. And she's like, you are the best sponsor I ever had. And I just got out of rehab and I really wanted to see you. And this lady's not believing for a minute. She's like, why? She's like, I have something I need to talk about. And no one could understand like you. Remember that guy I used to always talk about who was in the plane crash with me? And she's like, uh, Trevor? She's like, uh, Travis, well, he died and the cops have ruled it a suicide, but I know it wasn't. And the lady's like, yes, why is that? And she's like, well, because he made me a promise when I was on the brink. He made me swear that I would never do that. And he promised me the same. Even though my words don't mean much, he always kept his word. Always. I know he didn't kill himself. Those lady's like, I think you're actually telling me the truth for once, which is weird. So he says, oh, by the way, I need your help. Somebody closed Travis's bank account after he died. And I need to know who. And the lady's like, what do you want me to do about it? I'm not helping you. I could get fired for this. And this is when Nat lays all her cards out. She's like, I thought you might say that. So I guess I'll just have to call your boss and tell them how we used to feed our habits by selling your customers' personal information to identity thieves. I think they'd be interested to know that, to know that, or, that or they might be interested by your personal growth. And this lady just rears back and says, I wish I never fucking met you i was like i think a lot of people think that about natalie i think so too it was like it's very convenient she knew somebody from a bank that she had shit on i just i don't know yeah some lady that she hasn't
0: seen in 10 years and she knows that this lady got a promotion at the bank Mm -hmm. okay so back in the woods the girls are getting all the debris off the plane, and they're clearing a path in front, like a little runway. And Shauna says to Jackie, did you really have to tell everyone? And Jackie's like, ah, how could I not? I mean, you just you just fucking don't. You just don't, Jackie, you bitch. Jackie says, we have a chance to get you and the baby out of here. That's all that matters. This isn't the time to be keeping secrets, Shauna secret keeper even the coach is pitching in so i guess he decided this is happening with or without his permission so adult Thaisa has come home after a refreshing night's sleep simone and sammy are coloring in the living room and neither of them look happy to see her like i wonder why she's so stretched out with her life
1: they're making missing posters for biscuit
0: oh okay that's bringing down the room so simone and Same. Thaisa are now in another room talking Ty says, telling her that after the crash, she started sleepwalking, probably from the trauma. And after they were rescued, it just stopped. But now with the stress of the campaign and everything else, it's happening again. And it scares me. And also, I think I may have been the one to eat Biscuit. I mean, let Biscuit out of the house. I think Simone would have been less shocked if Ty had told her she killed someone. Because of her face, when she said the thing okay. about Biscuit, she was like, what? Simone tells her it's okay. And they hug and they cry. And she says, We'll get you help. Tysa says, No, no. I want you and Sammy to go stay at your mom's house. And Simone tries to argue, but Tysa says, You don't understand. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you or Sammy. Please, I'm begging you, please go. And Simone's like, Okay, bye. Crazy. Well, I'm like, What is she?
1: Ever- okay, unless something else happens. When I sleepwalk, I go get up in a tree and wolves uh-huh. attack. I think That's- they're fine in their apartment. They're good, dum dumb. Yeah, so
0: when has she hurt someone? Because that she said to Shauna, you know what can happen. And so far, all we know is, yeah, I steal bones and then climb up in trees
1: or eat dirt. So, Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so Shauna is in her bedroom. She's sitting on her bed and she's staring at the ugly yellow dress that's hanging up on the closet door. Um. So she goes over to it and she holds it up and looks at herself in the mirror and then she kind of tosses it. Then she goes to her closet to go grab a bag because apparently she's leaving with Adam. She's gonna—I don't know—she's taking that dress with her, but she's leaving for the weekend. And she goes inside the closet. When she goes to grab a bag, she looks down and she finds glitter all over the floor. And if we remember correctly from last episode, the blackmailer would be covered in glitter. Remember? Remember that, kids? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, there's glitter on the floor from when Adam hid in there for ten seconds when they had already been all over the house screwing. They'd been—he'd been naked in her bed. But now there's glitter? (laughs) So she rushes over to her safe and opens it and realizes it's empty. So her journals, everything's gone. So the next thing we know is she's back at Adam's loft, pounding on the door. And when he opens it, she asks, who the fuck are you? And I was like, good question. Who the fuck are any of us, Shauna? I mean, I don't even know. So back in the woods, everyone is preparing to send Laura Lee off. They are hugging her, and she grabs her little teddy bear, and they're all wishing her good luck. And she hugs Lottie, who apparently hasn't had any visions about this. So Lottie's sucking at her job. I know. And she's literally dressed like Amelia Earhart. So I was like, I don't think that's going to be a (laughs) a good thing. (laughs) So Laura Lee and her teddy bear go and get in the plane. Coach begs her not to do this, and she tells him this is her purpose. She buckles in their bear. His name is Leonard. And she's like, here we go, Leonard. She turns the plane on and it sputters a bit, but it, then it starts rolling down this runway that they have cleared. So they have per- all the, perfectly cleared, yeah. That they the, all these trees they chopped down and stuff is made of this yeah. little runway. So she takes off and everyone starts cheering, and Laura Lee is giving her little pep talk, self a pep talk as the plane starts to rise up uh, over the lake, and she's like, "We're flying, Leonard, we're flying," and she's talking about how you had to get up to this certain speed and blah blah blah, and so all the girls are cheering and they're chasing after the plane like it's Fantasy Island. That's a joke for old people. <laughs> And Coach is shocked that this is happening so well. And Laura Lee's like, yes, we're really going to save them. And then she looks over at her little teddy bear, and he is in flames. He's just in flames. She starts saying, no, no, no. And we see the plane start to shimmy. She just grabs her cross that's on her neck and just kind of gives a determined look. And back on the ground, Jackie's watching the plane. She's like, is that smoke? And suddenly the plane just explodes. It's like the Challenger explosion. It's just boom. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all the girls that are, have been watching this just fall to the ground devastated. Lottie runs to the water and collapses. Travis hugs Jackie for some reason. And then Lottie looks up into the sky and just screams. And I was like, they're not even sad about Laura Lee. They're sad about this was our way out. Like, mm-hmm. that would that was the thing. I was like, okay, Laura Lee's sad. But this was like, right. we were going to yeah. be saved. And now it's just over So, I have so many questions. Oh, my God. I made a list. (laughs) I did, too. I was like, okay, one, if we go all the way back to episode one, and, okay, we got 19 months, right? And they're about to starve to death. It's about to be winter. So, they're starving to the point of eating people. Mm -hmm. Where did they get all these fur masks and outfits from? Did they stumble upon a bunch of naked bears? Because, like, what did they kill to get those outfits? Why didn't they eat that? Why
0: are they eating people? Here's my theory about that, about the costumes. My theory yeah. about the costumes is that they have been keeping all the skins of the stuff that they have killed. And, like, dried it somewhere. And those pelts are from all those 50 million deer and or whatever else that they have killed in the past.
1: But they, they, all they've been eating is deer. And they are for real, like, bear stuff that those girls had on. So they got continuity issues. Okay. Anyways.
0: <laughs> okay. My question is... This Okay, so we're at episode eight, and we still haven't eaten anybody, any humans. I'm trying to estimate how long I think they've been in there. I'm going to say, what do you think, four months, five months
1: Couple. tops? Well, I, I can't admit, because Shauna's not very big. Shauna isn't, like, barely, sh- doesn't even show So yeah. I'd say two to three months.
0: I don't know. I was wearing my regular jeans, so I was, like, six months pregnant with my first. I mean, she's 17, and it's her first baby. Maybe, plus it's not like they're wearing form-fitting clothes. So maybe she's showing And I mean, we know damn well it's not nine months because she's not sporting a giant baby belly about to pop. But let's even, let's even extend it and say it's getting close to nine months. She's getting ready to have this baby. They are there for 19 months. They're eating like a deer a week in this place. There's only like how many, 10 of them, 12 of them? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how, they don't have enough people to eat to last for 10 months. If it has taken them 800 deer to get them the four or five months that they're in this situation. The math's not working. That's all I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. And, like, when they did the, like, the person running in the beginning, none of those, like, people in masks look like boys. So, what happened to Javi? What happened to one-legged coach? What happened mm-hmm. to Travis? Because we mm-hmm. know Travis makes it back. Yep. So, questions. Also, where the fuck was Hobby when the plane's going off? He's out in the woods doing his art, apparently, because... Probably doing another carving. He's not afraid of no wolves. He's out there in the <laughs> woods.
0: I had the same question about it, that it made no sense for Adam to have only left glitter in the closet if he was a blackmail guy, because he was obviously near the couch, because that's where the ID was found. And so there should have been glitter all over if it was him. So my theory is, I think it's Jeff. Yeah. Um, that's my theory. And then I was like, "Why did she open the safe? I mean, I'm assuming she opened the safe to check and see if her journals were there because that's where she keeps them. But like, how did she think in the whatever few minutes that Adam was in the closet, he found out her code, unlocked the journals, and then stole them? Is that what she's really thinking that he did?
1: I mean, she thought he put the he. She thought he went from <laughs> naked to dropping glitter like he had on okay. his butt crack or something. That's I don't true. know.
0: That's true. Well, I ahead. think.
1: I think the whole point of when they put that tiny stack of money and then she volunteered this bag that said, I love daddy on it, that Callie apparently made, I think that bag's going to come back and she's going to find it in Jeff's stuff because it was important to Jeff. So even if he was like blackmailing and like hiding shit, he's not going to get rid of that bag because it was important to him. So they're going to find that fucking bag. And then she's going to be like, oh, you fucking stole from us. And well, from my friends who's had to sell their Porsches for your blackmailing fun, you dick. And what the, what happened to Leonard? Why why did Leonard erupt
0: into flames? What happened? Was there like a leak somewhere? Like there's something like happened? there's a gas
1: thing. I don't know where the yeah. engines at. I don't know. It has something came up and I'm fired under there.
0: I was like, "Oh my god." Like just literally like Leonard just sitting there just engulfing. chilling on flames. in flames. Yeah. yeah, chilling on fire. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that is it for episode eight. Episode nine is called Doom Coming because I looked it up Mm -hmm. and I remembered it because I'm so smart, way smarter than Shauna. But anyway, and I had even thought of something that people could tell us and now it is gone. Would you do cocaine for your friends? Yeah. Just to keep them from relapsing? Oh, oh, that's a tough one. What's the weirdest thing you've done when sleepwalking? Has it been climb a tree with a flare gun or eat dirt? Would you wear that ugly yellow dress? Would you? Could? Absolutely do you have not. the skin
1: tone to carry it off? Because I don't think many people do. Oh, God, no. I'm a redhead and I have the palest, pinkest skin. I would look awful. You can also let us know, what do you think is Jackie's motivation here? Was she hoping that Shauna would get in the plane and get blown up? Was she hoping that Shauna's going to die in childbirth? Or were you hoping that Shauna would just leave? What is her motivation here? Because I'm very confused by I get being mad, but then just say you slept with my boyfriend and I'm upset about it and I read your diaries and move on. But also they're right. 17 and they're stupid. So Yes. Yes, true. Yep. But that yeah, the, yeah there's so. that. So if you want to tell us any of those things, we have lots of places we can you can tell us and I can give you all those places. Please do, Tiffany. Okay, you can send us on email at thatsooriginalpodcast at gmail dot com. You can visit our website at thatsooriginalpodcast dot com. You can go and check out our amazing memes and all our posts and fun stuff on Instagram, our Facebook at thatsooriginalpodcast, we're even on the Twitter at pod. We are. You can like us, review us, follow us, tell us your wildest dreams on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Come and talk to us because you know what you need to do? You really need to talk to us because we're coming up on a new show. We need to know what's next. There's Uh, two more episodes before we have to make a decision. And we hate making decisions. So uh help us.
0: It's the worst. Help me help you pick something that you're going to like. I'm all ears. Yeah. Because I don't have any ideas right now. And it's my turn to pick.
1: Yeah. There's stuff coming out. I have to look at it. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode of Yellow Jackets. We'll be back next week with episode nine, and we'll talk to you then. Bye! Bye-bye! bye